0: So, uh, Mike's not here. Yeah. Looks like we're gonna have to interact.
1: Yeah. (sighs)
0: Right, so it's just Yanis and Ben here in the studio. Today. Yo 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 yo. Mike is gone. Um, he's in New York. Yes. And he had one of those stupid New York. I am in you posts. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they had a lot deep. of like. Then he had like a lot of really stupid people try and make that funny. Um, it was really cringe. So if you want to, like, feel sorry for someone else or embarrassed for someone else, just look at that thread on Facebook. <laughs> Speaking of being embarrassed to someone else, you were talking about a dance video that he has up there.
1: Yeah, man. He was, uh, you know, shredding it on the streets of NYC with some random uh, Puerto Rican lady killing it with a little salsa. It was great.
0: So you asked me... I'm like, did you see Mike's dance video? I said, a street dance video? And you were like, yeah. And I'm like, I scrolled past it vigorously.
1: <laughs> vigorously.
0: I did not even give it a chance. That autoplay didn't know what hit it. You scrolled did back it? up yeah, just to like,
1: scroll just scroll past it again. again. Yeah.
0: I was like, no way am I watching this. I'm not going to support him. He did this. He starts vlogging again. We don't get a single shout out on this show. Right? Tom Cruise's religion got a shout out. Right, guys? This podcast did not. He's oh, dead to me. He is dead to me. Dead, dunzo. You know what we're gonna do? Snapcrackle is gonna send him. We're gonna send him over to Sweden. He's gonna <laughs> have to. He's gonna have to pay yes. for this. He's gonna have to teach Swedish people how to dance. Yes, which famously they're not that good at. Really? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they're so good looking. They don't have to learn anything. Very true. They're just like, oh, no, that's not how you talk or (laughs) dance or do anything. All right, give (laughs) me a break. (laughs) Yeah, give me a break. So (laughs) that's what we're going to send you, Mike. You're going to have to teach them how to dance at least for a few months. Exactly. And we're going to see how you like it. Exactly. We're going to see how you like it. It's not fun.
1: So, okay, so like on a hot scale, right? A Sweden four. It's like an Alabama 12, right?
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I will say this. Um, there's not a lot of middle ground with Swedish women, I've found. Okay. They either look like a supermodel, or they look like some amalgamation of an Asian person, an alien, and one of the Skarsgård brothers. <laughs> and you're like, what, what? are you? <laughs> like, not where are you from, What?" Are <laughs> you? They have like weird fake tans, and you're like, what is going on here?
1: Well, you got to synthesize the vitamin D, you know? And just because you call your penis vitamin D. Yeah, it
0: doesn't mean that it counts. Yeah, it
1: doesn't count. It's so, <laughs> it's so dark and gray. I,
0: uh, yeah, I don't know. Not a lot of middle ground. Not a lot. Yeah. I, a think, lot. I
1: think what we should do as an outreach to Sweden is we should bring their hot women over here to get tans, real vitamin D. You know, and they can escape their depression and bring down the suicide numbers (laughs) in Sweden. No, 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 no.
0: People always forget. You know, they say, mo' money, mo' problems. That's not the actual lyric. It's mo' money, mo' honeys, mo' problems. All right? True. So I don't think bringing the Swedish women here is going to solve anything.
1: If anything, it's going to make it worse. True. Very true.
0: And as things stand, we already have a pretty good chance just being guys anyways, because there's so many more women than there are men. So it's like, hey... It's I'm 54% all about that. percent
1: women in the world, man. That's only that's that's so many.
0: Mormons tried to fix it back in the day. They yeah. said, "Look, twelve <laughs> women to a man."
1: Two girls for every <laughs> boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So now that we've already covered uh, Mike sucks and polygamy, uh, we'll get into our first topic. Those two things are not mutually exclusive, by the way. We're going to talk about Magic the Gathering. From it, Magic the Gathering, he's getting an anime on Netflix yeah. via the Russo brothers. Right,
1: it's crazy. It's crazy. And they've
0: done a few films. You might have heard of them: uh, Captain America: Winter Soldier, Captain America: Civil War, Infinity War, and Endgame.
1: Right. Oh man, uh, he uh, one of the Russo brothers actually made a, a cameo in Endgame, which was pretty cool. Yeah, you know? yeah.
0: he he does one in like every film. Yeah. He was the dead guy in Civil War, the doctor that died. Actually, Infinity War. Maybe he's on in Infinity War. I don't know but he's in a lot of them. He was a yeah. doctor and we're a Soldier. He's yeah, a- and they've done a, gr- a lot of great TV. Community and uh, Rest of Development, they were a part of those, so... Yeah, yeah.
1: Troy and Abed in the morning. morning.
0: Yeah, check <laughs> it out. So I don't know anything about Magic the Gathering, except that I actively decline people's invites to go and play it. Yeah. But you, on the other hand, you said you're a super fan, you love it, it's your one true love...
1: Well, I was, as we all know, I was a social outcast in middle school, came to the States and I was immediately cast out, (laughs) just thrown to the wolves, you know? And, uh, and so I had to fit in where I got in. Right. And so, and, uh, yeah, so it was with the nerd crowd. And so, I mean, I wasn't like, you know, spending a lot of crazy money on, you know, on on building my deck or anything like that, but, they're blind you know, packs. You have to
0: buy at least fifty to get a shot at this. Exactly, uh, Eyes of Prey Wonder card.
1: <laughs> exactly, right. But no, it was a, you know it was a fun way to kind of have some escapism during those times. And so you know I, I played every so often with the with, with the D D crowd, and it was uh, it was fun. It was fun, and uh, it's kind of interesting to see it. And uh, I, I heard this uh, this post that was saying, yeah, now they're making an anime which pays homage to the fact that you will never have enough swamp lands to actually do anything. <laughs> <laughs> with your deck. So yeah, so so we hope that they can, you know, get rid of a lot of that frustration of not having enough mana or land, and I think you'll be... Mana recharge.
0: Mana release.
1: (laughs) You'll be good. So, yeah, I think it's going to be really cool. And, you know, as a black guy, you know, like I don't understand the fascination with other black guys in anime. As a
0: black guy (laughs) and a uh, professional Magic the Gathering player, my perspective is both unique and beautiful. (laughs) Indeed, indeed.
1: I think, you know, but it's like I don't understand, um, one, uh, other black guys' fascination with anime because it's not really my thing. I like... Yeah, but they're not, hmm, you say black guys. Black guys are like, they they love anime.
0: It's a certain type of black guy, though. (laughs) Go on. It's a certain type. It's a type of black person that thinks deodorant is optional, you know? Like it's one of those things. Like it, it I that. almost spit out my LaCroix. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that's that's a special type of black guy, <laughs> right there. That's a yeah. He shows up like what is your hat? Orlando City hat. Okay, so yeah. this is probably the first time I've ever seen you in a hat that isn't a brand. Okay, that I'm like that is a branded hat. I've never seen those. Right. You've introduced me to a lot of things. He's got these tight little shorts on. Yeah,
1: man. Skies out, thighs he's out. He's got
0: a Florida t-shirt on, so he yeah. doesn't forget where he's at. Floor man. And he walks in with his
1: little le, 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 le Croix. Tangerine flavor. It's natu- naturally essenced. Mm, essence. fla- yeah, Yeah, na- Not, they, not they, flavored. They, they legally probably can't say
0: that it's flavored <laughs> now. You know, people have caught on to him like, it's essence.
1: Yeah, they spray one spritz. There's of, a, of, a
0: flavor. spritz of La Tangerine. <laughs> 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 Anyways, it's yeah. a certain type of uh, of black. I, you know, I, I I used to do the um the convention scene quite a bit, and you can pick them out about a mile away. Yeah, yeah. They're not you know they're not your average person <laughs> because I'm serious. Like I feel like your black nerd right has probably gone through more than your average nerd.
1: True. Yeah.
0: Like because I feel like. If you're a white nerd, I mean, especially now, but let's take it back a few years. At least you had, like, white friends that thought it was cool. I feel like a black nerd, a lot of black friends are probably like, oh, what's a freak. Yeah, yeah, What do you mean you don't want to play basketball? Yeah. Give me a break. Why aren't you athletic? Yeah. What the hell?
1: Yeah. Being a black nerd is really, really tough, man. Like, because it's very isolating, especially if you go to, like, an all-black school like I did when I first got here, man, dude. It's It is, like, you feel like there is no hope. Like you are isolated from your family. You're isolated. Oh, well, my family just kind of accepted that. I was just like, you know, a nerd special in, ge- in general, but I mean, I, and I still played sports. I was pretty athletic, but there was no soccer team at my school. So I couldn't show off my skills. Right. I couldn't, I wasn't bringing home the ship for, for North Clayton middle school. I tell you what. So yeah, man. So it's hard. It's hard. You know, it's hard liking things that are considered nerdy and, even in like white culture, you tend to find that you know being a nerd, even though it's still frowned upon, you can still find a you know a pod yeah, yeah you know yeah, yeah. which to to assimilate and it's uh, and, and it's and it's a shame that you know black nerds have to be so isolated until they can find their you know their their group, and sometimes that escapism comes in the way why and why do you oh.
0: think that is? Let's actually talk about something interesting here. I just had a thought because yeah. remember that whole thing came out when I'll never forget this that guy kissed Will Smith on the red carpet, and Will Smith slapped him. Right. Right? Right. And you had two groups of people when that happened. One group was freaking out because Will Smith did it. The other group was saying, like, yeah, that guy kissed him without his consent. Like, if, you know, like, change this up. Change up the equation, and you realize it's kind of a weird thing. Right, right, right. So then something was brought up to me from someone that I didn't know about, and it was that there is a large subset of African Americans that are not comfortable with homosexuality at Correct. all. Correct. All right. So that makes me wonder we have the homosexuality, we have the nerd culture, we have yep. all these things that are more difficult. True. If you're a black guy or girl. Yep. I wonder why that is.
1: It's uh, okay. So there's safety in numbers, right? Yes. And so anyone who deviated from what was considered uh, norm and what was considered uh, advancing or protecting the 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 group so to speak, it becomes uh it becomes very taboo and definitely not supported. So you tend to find that like so, so there was this tradition where um, slave owners used to chain and sodomize the biggest strongest of the bucks right to kind of show their dominance over the slaves, and they used to do this in front of the entire group. Now, this has historically been you know seen as one of the reasons why. Um, you know, why the black culture is so, um, is so aggressive, especially to, um, LGBT males in the black community. Right. So, and it's because of the fact that it was basically seen as a way of, um, demoralizing and weakening the position of the strongest member of their community. Right. And so it's, you know, so, so that has been the case in the Caribbean, that's been the case in um in Black America, and it's and it's something to this day, like where in Jamaica you can get killed, harassed, you know, for you know, for doing anything openly gay, right? And so Well,
0: I mean, to be fair, you can be killed and harassed in Jamaica just for going. True. That's so true. You know, let... Have you seen have you seen that that
1: there's a town there's a town called uh called Bath, right? And there's like this big like waterfall and like tourists come there to get like bathed by locals, and these guys <laughs> do not They do not look like like the people you want giving you a bath. They did this thing on the Travel Channel, right? Oh, no. And and it's this dude, and he definitely had a half chub in his Speedo. Oh, no. (laughs) Look it up. It's like the most ridiculous. It's like he's just like. Maybe
0: he's like the middle option. Like, you want no chub, half chub, or uh, full mass over here?
1: Do you want the Mandingo? You want
0: Douglas? (laughs) I'll take Douglas. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Come on up with me under this waterfall, Douglas. Uh, clean you up real nice.
1: <laughs> Get that bummerclat. <laughs> Boom.
0: Get you with that wood there. Uh. Boom. <laughs> and for five extra dollar, I tell your fortune, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Call me now for your boom-ba-clot bath. That's right, sir. Uh, Two dollar extra for soap. <laughs> Anyways, oh man. So yeah. So anyway. So yeah. But that's you know. But that's typically.
0: <laughs> now Jamaica's off the map. Now, Jamaica, Wait, now but, we're taking Jamaica's out the island. We
1: got Sweden gone. We got the entire. Midwest. <laughs> oh you got Sweden. We got, <laughs> we got Colorado, Michigan, Arkansas, all of them. Them, they're gone. Jeez,
0: we're gonna have to start back up in like a third world country.
1: <laughs> oh, not Jamaica though. No, um,
0: <laughs> they're really impoverished.
1: They are indeed. Um, but yeah, no. So but that's that's what it is. So like in the black community, like there's, there, like I said, there's safety numbers. There is this idea that you know. Um, men are supposed to be a certain, uh, they're supposed to fill a certain role. That's to be tough. That's to be strong. That yeah. is to, but that, uh, and in, and in some measure that's kind of how it is in a lot of society, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. but, but the fact of the matter is that it's, um, it's, it's definitely magnified in the black community because of, you know, the level of, you know, um, you know, historical violence there was against the community and, you know, and oppression everything else. And so there was very few things that they had and, your toughness, your music, your culture, all of these things, you know, were kind of, you know, uh, you know, part and parcel to what the black experience was. So now anybody who deviates from that is considered a sellout. Uh, they're considered, you know, they they aren't living up to black ideals, black culture. And so for me, listening to quote-unquote white music even though like my dad you know we grew up listening to everything in the house my dad is an is an amazing musician right my dad can shred everything from clapton to hendrix right
0: well thank goodness yeah <laughs> due to your last name
1: right exactly great <laughs> last name for rock you know and and I, and and he was very very supportive of education one of my favorite things to do on a saturday morning was he would put on records right and so, um, and this is how much of a nerd I was, even as a little kid, right? Um, he would put on the Sgt. Pepper's album, like the full vinyl of it. And like, if you've seen the album before, it's got like all these historical figures on the, mm-hmm. on the cover. And um, in the, like the extended version, like the real cool, like version from the 60s, like it tells you, it's like a matching thing where it-, it The it, numbers yeah, and the other, Yeah, who it is. So one of my favorite things to do on the weekends was to like get our giant Encyclopedia Britannica and uh, and figure out who those people were and learn as much as I could about it, <laughs> right? And this is one of the reasons why. Thank I, you, Beatles. I know, right? Fucking rule, goddamn <laughs> trivia, right? So, um, and so, and even then, I feel like as if like that right there, that quest for for knowledge and for things like that weren't and haven't historically been encouraged, um, throughout the majority of the black community, and and it's a shame. So I think you know, like, and I think it's because of the fact that for so long they weren't encouraged to you know, or, or black people and black kids weren't encouraged to, to get educated. And, and because there was no ability to go further, they're like, what's the point, you know? So, you know, mm. so, so get good at other things because you're not going to be able to, um, to go, to go very far. You know, it's like, it, I think that being a nerd is, you know, flies in the face of, you know, of that, you know, getting, being obsessed about something that isn't sports or, women or music or whatever it is what do you mean you're a weeaboo <laughs> exactly naruto yeah <laughs> what, what is that, that? Boo? are you watching
0: <laughs> <laughs> get in here and watch it Jefferson, where everybody else
1: <laughs> yeah man but it's you know it's
0: a shame it's a but shame it's, it's interesting because to your point so if you see yourself and this goes for anybody because we see it today even a little bit in american culture if you see yourself as this like this tiny little nugget of, like, truth. Like, if black culture says, look, we have this much of ourselves left right. due to the oppression and the violence yep. and the slavery and everything else, we have this much left, we need to preserve it at right. all costs. Absolutely. You end up shutting yourself off from a lot of other things. right.
1: You know, and and that's kind of a common thing, like in a small closed societies, for instance. Like, so it's called tall poppy syndrome, right? Where the poppy that stands tallest above, like the rest are chopped down. This is actually a f- pretty common thing um, in Australian society, where you know, like fair dinkum, mate. Yeah, exactly. Where where it's uh it's it's very uncool to appear that you're trying too hard or mm. or going above and beyond like yeah, those of yeah. your peers, you know. And so I think that's the same thing too, where it's like where there has to be a, like a certain degree of you know, commonality and there's to be a certain degree of, you know, like talk, like speak, you know, whatever, mm. to make sure that, you know, you you aren't falling outside of the norms because you can have you have out.
0: you ever felt those pressures from peers? Um, I mean obviously you said in your own family, it seems like your family was pretty supportive.
1: Um my immediate family was I mean not your extended family. Yeah, ex- some extended family members, like um I had <laughs> they called me Carlton. <laughs> 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 now that is <laughs> that I, I do do a really good carlton i'm not going to lie i do the, well, the dance is great you're sipping you know,
0: tangerine <laughs> essence water.
1: Yeah, because I like it. I like it. Yeah. I do it because I'm like saying it.
0: you're you're really committed to the role here. Exactly. Role. <laughs> 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 no, but your your extended family wasn't, and then maybe some peers. I don't know.
1: Right, and 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 you know, I've I've been told that you know because I date women of different cultures, because I date women of different races, religions, nationalities, whatever. That I'm not being true, even though I have like we have white. Family members, like half of my dad's family is from Scotland, so it's like, it's 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 an, it's a, it's weird when cousins who like, dude, your your grandmother's white, dude. Like, what are you talking <laughs> about? Like, what's yeah. going on? You know, and it's like, and and my grandparents they got married in the forties, I believe. Um, they'll be married seventy two years. You know, and a mixed race situation, and it's like, and they were married. You know, like. And I've, you know, raised six kids and they all did well and everything else. So it's like, it's, it's crazy to me that like, that becomes, you know, a a focal point for, you know, you know, I think if people were to say that like, there's, you know, like we can all love each other, we can all be whatever, like it's, you know, that would be fantastic. But the fact of the matter is like, I think there's large segments of society that don't believe that black, white, whatever. Um, And And I think that my peers have looked at me as somebody who wasn't down with the cause because of the fact that I, for me, it's more important to get along with somebody on the content of their character. (laughs) I'm going to have a, I have a dream dating speech right now. (laughs) I'll have a dream that brown nipples and pink nipples can get together.
0: (laughs) can touch and be caressed <laughs> under a waterfall <laughs> by Douglas. By Douglas.
1: Sporting full mahogany, right? Yeah. <laughs> the
0: USS Douglas is ready to take off. How about you?
1: You mind if we dance with your dates? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Gosh. <laughs> yes. So, Jeez, yeah, so it's, and, and and it's a shame because, like, like I said, my black experience in previous episodes is completely different to what a lot of people's is. And, you know, like I came up with zero pressure to fit into, into what black American culture was because for the first 10 years of my life, that wasn't what I had mm. seen, you know? And even when we got here, we were kind of, we were kind of pushed out of the, you know, out of black culture because of the fact that we are Caribbean folks. Right. And mm. so, you know, it was, it's it's very, very difficult because, but, but even then Atlanta, is very tribal. I'm not sure if you guys know that about Atlanta. It's very diverse, <laughs> but it's not very inclusive. So it, it, it can be very much, you stick to your can, I'll stick to my yeah. can, you know? And um, and so we my experience was still one of, you know, you you just don't, you don't fit in. And I still don't feel like I fit in anywhere really. Um, but I just am what I am. I own what I am. I do what I do. Um, you know, and if people think that because I like LaCroix and I wear tight shorts, Hey man, uh, you know if that's it, gay, that's then that's on them. But I love the ladies. <laughs> just
0: just to set the record straight, just to set the record You straight. and Douglas,
1: <laughs> me and Douglas, yeah, we yeah we, we like the ladies. So, um, but no nah, man, it's just you know it's all about just trying to be my best self, and you know and and honestly, when you when you put this pressure on yourself to try to fit into what other people want, you can never truly be happy. And I think that it wasn't until I started like standing up for myself and being my own person. And, you know, that's when, you know, and and even and moving from Atlanta to Orlando was probably the biggest thing for that was for finding happiness, you know, um, because of the fact that I just didn't have that. I was trying to fit in and it just wasn't working.
0: So where do you think where do you think the happy medium lies possibly for any culture, not just black culture, because like I was saying, I think you see this. With any group of people that feel like, oh, our ideals are under attack. I mean, you can see this with the far left and the far right, right in our country today. Right. On the political spectrum. They feel like, oh, ours is under attack. So you see people on both, you know, extreme ends of the spectrum trying to silence the other end of the spectrum and right. being like, Well, no, you can't have a voice, you can't do this. But right. so where does a happy medium lie where you can, you know, celebrate your culture, whatever it may be, right? You can teach that culture, right. You can pass it on, but still, you know, leave a little bit of openness for someone to explore what that is. Exactly.
1: Yeah, and I just think that the effort. Oh, look up there! That, that Lacroix is From coming the, back it, hardcore. It, it's back. It's a tangerine. It's Laquan. like it's
0: even less tangerine the second time. <laughs>
1: Um but no I think that you know that I think the de- trying to create a definition of what blackness is I think is stupid because it means a lot of things to a lot of different people. So you think
0: that's part of the danger is the I definition is. in the first I place? I think
1: I think it is. And I think and I think then it becomes dialogue. I think we then have to, you know, engage in meaningful dialogue to ensure that we understand each other, we appreciate each other, we celebrate each other and, you know, and accept the fact that like that people are gonna intermingle people are gonna pull culture from you know from one person from the from the other and you know and if that means black nerds are pulling on japanese culture man like might as well i'm about it i mean they're showing <laughs> them at conventions with their waifu pillows then so be it <laughs> true that we just solved black racism we just
0: solved it we solved weeabooism. <laughs> We solved it. The answer is don't do it. Uh, exactly. You creep me out. Exactly. Jeez Louise. Uh, so that all started with the Magic the Gathering anime from the Russo's topic. So, yeah. Uh, there we <laughs> go. There we go.
1: Um,
0: now, I want to talk about something else which is kind of on topic, I guess. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about the Snapchat pride theme filter. Oh, goodness. So as everyone knows, I'm a huge Snapchat fan. Just kidding. I only have it because that's like the way 90% of, you know... Girls in their early twenties like to communicate. Yeah. So, and, and the dick pics, and the dick pics. <laughs> so, no, not that. Jesus. Anyways, the pictures. So, yeah. So I was on there, and there was like, um, there was a new filter, or whatever. It was like the Pride filter, or whatever. And yeah. it it says, you know, love has no, and then there's a series of words that you can yeah. scroll through, and it's yeah. like, no gender, no, no color. no color, no, all this other stuff. But the very last one was age. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> now, you know, you could say, oh, well, it's saying, you know, there's nothing wrong with a 40-year-old and a 30-year-old yeah, together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And maybe that is what it is. But under the, over the last couple of years, you know, there's been this subset of people who have been trying to claim that pedophilia is a, you know, a sexual orientation. Right. Which is so far from the, the truth. There is no natural occurrence that we know of right? that leads to someone being a, a pedophile. That's why the overwhelming majority of them were previous victims of that right. same crime. So that's why I thought it was weird. Once again, this is on Snapchat, this is like their official like, big thing, and I'm like, it's really where the age is on there. Yeah. Wouldn't they want to steer clear of that? And so there are some people, there's, you know, once again, we're talking in large swaths here, but it's like, there's some people in the LGBTQ community that are saying, yeah, that's fine. There's a lot of people saying, no, that's not fine. I don't want it a part of it. Yep. And it's this whole discussion. But when you put the LGBTQ and then the plus at the end of it, the plus can kind of mean Yeah. whatever yeah. people want it to mean.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, so
0: it was it was a little weird.
1: Yeah. Um I I, I mean love doesn't ha- it does have an age. It's 18. <laughs> <laughs> and and have you tried talking to an 18-year-old?
0: It's not fun. It's
1: not fun. Yeah, when you when you're plus 30. Your cutoff cutoffs then becomes like 25, 24 even max. Even that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Even
0: that, it's tough, too. Oh,
1: God. It's got... Oh, my, it's ridiculous. Trying yeah. to keep
0: a conversation, and you're like, well, I have nothing in common with you. What is your life? Yeah. Like, <laughs> what is this? What are you? Yeah, yeah, What am I doing?
1: Yeah, are you a Swedish weird-looking... Yeah. I don't know. What, what <laughs> even your, are you? <laughs>
0: well, your parents first cousins who are also aliens? What is going on here? Anyways. Oh,
1: man. Yeah, no, not, not, a, not a good look.
0: But the, the, the great debate, I guess, because we can't really speak to, to. I mean, I don't, you know, any anybody that I know that, that says they're a part of the LGBTQ community vehemently says that no. pedophiles are not yeah, a no. part of it.
1: It's, yeah, definitely not.
0: But there's also a group of people that are saying there are. Um, and like yeah. we said, at some point, it just becomes words and dialogue, you know, what a, when a culture, right. how do you define that if yeah. someone is a part of it? So Right. I just want to make it clear that anyone that I personally know yeah. that says they're a part of that community vehemently says right. that that is not the problem. But I thought it was interesting that it was made a part of it when that's been a talking point for the last couple of years.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I, I think, too, like the – I don't know. It's – I think – this situation was a huge corporate oversight. I just think that they should, like like I said, every company from DC to Snapchat needs to have somebody in the room. That's (laughs) just super skeptical. Like that is a bad move. Like just external Redditor consultants who are just like, this is a bad choice. (laughs) I think that's what they need. But I think this was, you know, saying that pedophiles are part of the LGBTQ community, I think is them trying to legitimize, their bad behavior yeah and their stuff like you know and and just because there is a lot of room for definition and there's some vagary you know regarding like you know who's in who's not and i just don't think that nambla should be hanging out at the pride parade I'm not, I'm, yeah it's not it's not cool it's not but
0: cool. at the same time um you know another you know so some people that would say just to kind of bring it from the other side um there are some people that say it's already celebrated um i mean just recently, the winner of the Pride Parade was a, you know, trans cross-dressing... I forget how they put it. It was like some crazy terminology. Trans yeah. cross-dressing seven-year-old boy leading the parade and right. heels who, you know, did it. And then like last year, it was that, uh, that trans boy who was yeah. dancing for dollar bills at a club. Yeah. And he was like, so you're saying that's not a part of it, but there is a large swath of people that... Whether it's consciously or not, appear yeah. to be celebrating the sexuality, sexuality yeah. of someone way too young. Right. Whether so, it's a boy,
1: girl, I think like anybody yeah. under the age of fifteen wearing heels is just kind of weird, you know. It's just like, stop. Like Yeah. Yeah. Please stop. Yeah. Yeah. It's not it's not cool. But yeah, no, there, it's, it's 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 disgusting. Um, and as a Catholic, I'm telling you, <laughs> I find <people laughs> feeling disgusting. And somebody I want to be a priest too, right? Um, so that's great. <laughs> uh, Oh my gosh. <laughs> but no, it is it's it is disgusting and I think that we should celebrate them living their best life as little kids if they want to be, you know, a trans kid whatever, but I think remove See sexual- I I think yeah. I think
0: that's ridiculous. Yeah. So so my whole thing is like yeah, anybody can do anything, but the way that we're talking about these kids these days, like yeah. they're not old enough to have a driver's permit. We won't let them vote, we won't let yeah. them smoke, but they can all of a sudden start taking hormones to alter their growth like that yeah. seems like a misstep yeah. and a large one at that yeah. that's all i'm saying yeah yeah like yeah. why can't we just let them turn 18 and then go through with something i feel like cuz these are changes you can't go back on when right. you start altering it at such a young age right. i don't know it's what's just that, scary
1: what's that adam sandler andy sandberg movie where like he um uh, i guess adam sandler was uh, andy sandberg's dad And he like got the, like the, was it like an instinct tattoo or something like that on his back? I didn't see it. (laughs) And then the tattoo becomes like morphed and gross as he like grew (laughs) grew into the tattoo. Like, why did you let me get that? Yeah. (laughs) yeah, It's like like, that times a hundred. Right, right, right.
0: But but it's just funny because that doesn't even apply. Like, or or you'll say, okay, these kids, um, you know, he or she has always felt like the opposite sex. All right, cool. There's a, like, but we have all these other things in place because we understand that kids don't, Grasp decision making quite yet when right. you're seven or eight or yeah. even sixteen. For right. the older I get, the more I'm like, no, no, no. no. The voting idiot. age should be thirty-eight, <laughs> and it, you know, the driving age should be thirty. And right. it's like, it's like right. the older you get, you're like, oh my gosh, yeah. like what is this? Yeah. So I, you know, maybe that it's a leaning, it's a little leaning that way. But at the same time, you know, yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah, it just feels like it's way too early it, for that it, for those kind of decisions to be made. Yeah. By we're like, oh well, they made this decision. I'm like. Eh. Yeah. Do you let them tell you what they want to eat yeah. too? Like, do you let them just drive? Do you yeah. let them, like there's all these little checks and balances we have, but all of a sudden, yeah. Oh nope, nope. It's all off. They just decide. Yeah, so.
1: yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm all for you know, like I, I support it, you know, but. I mean, even like things like smoking weed before the age of 25 is considered like potentially dangerous because you can hijack yeah. you know, your pleasure centers in your brain. Mm-hmm. Right. And what motivates you, you know? And so like so and so people who start smoking weed at 13, you know, tend to be somewhat emotionally stunted sometimes, you know, if, if they're like a you know daily smoker, you know, and so um, and you can oftentimes get stuck emotionally at that age where you begin smoking. Right. At, at least in your maturity. Sometimes that's mm-hmm. not the case. One hundred percent of the time. If you are an avid weed smoker, more power to you. I think you should smoke more weed, whatever you want to do. I don't care. But the fact of the matter is, is that like, there is some science to prove it. And I think that we should be thinking about the fact that, you know, kids shouldn't be allowed to make decisions. If, you, if they can't choose, if, if they can't make the choice that they need to eat vegetables or take baths daily or brush their teeth, yeah. they shouldn't be made the choice of yeah. whether or not they should lop their dicks off. I'm sorry. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and, and and when they start taking, like I said, once again, this isn't a, look, if, if your kid feels like, you know, hey, they are another gender than what they are and they want to dress a certain way a action yeah. way that is different yep. than injecting their bodies with life altering hormones absolutely that's what i'm talking about i don't absolutely. care if you whatever you guys choose to do that's your family whatever absolutely but i feel like if this were anything else there would be a lot of outrage yeah but people are so afraid to be oh i can't come out against this because yeah. then it means i'm a transphobe and i yeah. don't want to
1: be labeled yeah dude i I, have, I don't have any tattoos right but I feel like as if I've reneged on so many tech tattoo ideas that I've had, like <laughs> there's no way I'm yeah. committing to a vagina. Yeah, right. You're
0: like <laughs> I might regret that. Yeah,
1: yeah. At 33, I'm still like
0: Well, and and and, yeah. and the big thing that everyone brings up, and I know that this this is going to annoy a lot of people, but it is as of right now. The pre op and post op suicide rates are terrible. Yeah. For transgendered individuals. Right. You know, I mean
1: yeah, we gotta. We
0: gotta. I, I empathize with these people. I can't understand it. I can still feel for them. I can still want them to be happy. But I can also be concerned when, you know, and, and as a matter of fact, it even slightly goes up post-op, which is terrifying. Really? Which means if, if you know, if that's the answer, it's not, I don't know, it's not working. Yeah, yeah. So then when we apply that now to kids, and I think, I don't know. It just scares me. Yeah. So this whole age thing in the LGBTQ community, like I said, anybody that I personally know vehemently against it, but then you yep. see things and that kind of, uh, it's a little icky. Yeah. Yeah. But because yeah. people don't want to be labeled homophobic or transphobic, I'm like, oh no, no, he's so cute at seven in his heels leading yeah. the parade, sleigh queen, sleigh, And I'm yeah. like, this
1: looks terrible. My daughters will never wear heels until they're like, <laughs> yeah. They had, older. I
0: was at, okay. So this this was a long if time they want ago. to wear heels make this is a, a long time ago <laughs> yeah um but they had like these lifts like these shoes for little girls that had lifts in them and they were called daddy's money stop it. yes and i was like what That's the freak because <laughs> let's talk about heels for a second um they do more than uh <laughs> make you a little taller yeah they give you a certain posture you're breasts stick out your butt sticks out yeah your, you know Cavs like look yeah amazing yeah like there's there's more to the like heels do something yeah and that's why it's a little it feels uncomfortable when you see someone underage or even like i remember what was that tlc show about the little yeah. girl pageants yeah and i was like this is so weird they have all that makeup on you're like this girl is like five years old yeah. what is
1: going on right. did i ever tell you about the time that i did a uh, a pageant um for my fraternity Or for a sorority rather. Oh God, it was great. So, (laughs) (laughs) so there, so this is in college, right? Uh, I I hope so. (laughs) (laughs) I'm in, I'm in Phi Sigma Kappa, right? Uh, Damn proud, and (laughs) and so there is uh so there was a pageant called the King of the Crown for uh for Zeta Tau Alpha, which is you know one of our it was our next door neighbor at the time, and it was like whatever. So, um so they had this thing where there was like it's basically a pageant but for dudes, right? So, um part of it was a swimsuit competition, right? All my all the other guys from all the fraternities are that are in this competition are like I see them in the gym and they're just trying to get like real jacked and tan before this. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm going to go the other way on this. Oh, one. No. <laughs> so I get this, uh, so I get this bikini, right. Oh, it's gosh. amazing. And then I get these gold heels <laughs> L- super long blonde wig, right? And I have a sash on, obviously. And I come obviously. out. <laughs> I come out. My dick is like half falling out of the bottom <laughs> of the
0: bikini. <laughs> and this is why I don't go to Pride Week parades.
1: No, yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't. I didn't forget about the taping it to your to your to your taint. I didn't know oh, that. Oh my so, gosh. <laughs> and it was special. But I mean, I had no time because like there was like the formal wear competition, whatever. <laughs> and I, I i didn't have time to tuck it so it's like and so not only that but like the place where you're changing you're in the room with like all these other dudes so i'm like i'm not gonna be hanging out hey can l- you hold my bikini while yeah. i tape my neck yeah hang on. hey hey bro i know this is really weird i'm just gonna be douglas is like i got you baby anybody need a bath yeah
0: <laughs> who wants to meet me under the waterfall
1: continue oh man so yeah um i didn't win <laughs>
0: <laughs> upset of the
1: century here oh gosh Uh but you know it was it was still fun you know i uh i obviously didn't take it seriously but you know it was uh it was great and um i think a lot of those girls were expecting me to end up gay <laughs> little did you know <laughs> Chick-cha. Tricked you.
0: Tricked you. Joke's on you because I'm single and sipping on tangerine lacroix.
1: In my short shorts. <laughs> That's right.
0: <laughs> well, I went to uh, Valencia, Valencia Community College, so our, our pageants were just 4-H club. Oh, That's true. pretty much it. True, true, true. March the cow out, march <laughs> it back in. It's, you know, I'd wear a sash. That was about it. Called that a livestock auction. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, pretty much. Oh, that's great, man. That's great. Oh, wow, I call it Val State. Val State. When I'm talking
0: to girls, like, where'd you go? She's like, Oh, I went to um, I went to Berkeley
1: and Val. I'm like, Yeah, I went to Val State. Like, oh, Oh. oh. well, well, it's a legitimate college now. They dropped the community. Oh, there you go. Yeah, they have four-year degree programs now. Oh, hey, Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I likes it. I likes it. So now we turn our heads. To something in the boxing world. Ooh. Because we're huge boxing fans. Just kidding. I don't know about Yanis. I, I can't remember the last time I watched a boxing match. Not really a fan. Um, but this is a big one, all pun intended, yeah. because it's about the boxing heavyweight champion yeah. of the world. Yep. And do you even remember his name? are you just going to be offensive?
1: I'm just going to say the big buff black guy. I mean, we can say that. Is, it like, Hold on. Uh, is that Ty something? I don't know. Well,
0: no, the guy he beat was the... Yeah, world champion. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So there was actually. So it's Andy Ruiz Jr. Yeah, who won. This is why this is a story. All right, we yeah. don't care about boxing. Yeah. This guy looks like Homer Simpson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he looks so pudgy. He is so pale, slovenly. so ugly <laughs> that I feel like I have a shot at the next heavyweight title. <laughs> all right. Yeah. This guy is my spirit animal. Yeah. No. So I don't know what to even compare him to.
1: You ever seen Men in Black? And <laughs> You ever see Endgame and Thor? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fat Thor, yeah. He, he looks like the farmer that was taken over by the roach. Yeah. <laughs> like just that kind of,
0: yeah. I skin's hanging off your bones.
1: Exactly, exactly. That's what he looks like. Played he,
0: by Vincent D'Onofrio. Yeah.
1: Unkempt is what he looks like. He, yeah, he does. He And he, like
0: there are some photos. Once again, I know this is an audio only format, but uh, if I can figure out how to get – I'll get on Morgan about posting more stuff on social media. But he's probably moving, so I might have to take that over. I don't know. But we might try and post some pictures of this guy or just look him up on your phone because I know you're probably listening to this on a phone. Because yeah. who's like going to their local library to be like, i got to listen to the podcast. <laughs> Me and my weeaboo buds. <laughs> Neruda for life. Neruda for life. (laughs) Anyways, so uh, just look up Andy Ruiz Jr. And my gosh. Yeah. He is a a big pale man.
1: He did not train.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he trained. He just like... One Snickers for me, two Snickers for me,
1: three Snickers for me, four Snickers for I me. I think I think he trained for like a competitive eating competition and not a boxing yeah, match. Yeah, yeah. He heard it was like
0: for the championship. He thought it was the hot dog eating yeah, championship. Yeah, yeah.
1: Apparently. So we're not going to Coney Island. You're saying? This is This is the Nathan's. Like
0: some of these folds I've seen in my own mirror. This is this is amazing. If this guy is an athlete, look at this.
1: Look at that. <laughs> look at that. Oh, this is incredible. He looks like one of the characters from Punch Out. Like the big fat yeah, guy in Punch yeah. Out. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean,
0: <laughs> I was looking for like cut marks on his back from like you know the rotors, the the motors on the boats. You know, like I was like, like this. <laughs> yeah, I was like this guy has been hurt and he's been rehabilitated. Yeah, yeah he's come yeah. back strong. This yeah. is incredible. Yeah, no, that's, that's gives rough. me hope. Yeah, it I, gives yeah. me hope. Now I can say. On my my Tinder profile that I have the body of Thor and a heavyweight boxing champion.
1: I like it, I like it. But there was actually which
0: si- heavyweight <laughs> boxing champion you should have asked before
1: you decided to go on this date. George Foreman, after he got out, yeah.
0: <laughs> my grill's a real knockout. Sure, George.
1: But so, but there's actually some uh, some stories that saying that he like the the. The black guy, the one that was in shape. The yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, one yeah. that <laughs> trained. Um, the one that
0: looks like a boxer. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. Um, that he wasn't 100% before the fight and he had some, uh, potentially had like a, some, some issues.
0: Well, and people have called him, even outside of whatever injuries he may have had or sicknesses or illnesses. Yeah. People have said that he had been um, dodging a lot of fights. Like he's kind of a paper champion, is what I've uh, heard a lot of people saying. Oh right. Whether that's to rob Andy Ruiz Jr. of his victory or to help his, I don't know why because yeah. I don't really keep up with it. But I have yeah. heard a lot of people saying that. Yeah. So there might be some truth to that as well. Could be. Who knows? Maybe Who knows? he was dodging him. Yeah. He was Rocky Three. He didn't want to fight Club Yeah, exactly. Flubber- yeah. Flubberling <laughs> is this guy's name. A <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> Flubberling. <laughs> After I kill you, I'm going to go to Golden Corral. (laughs) Yeah. I eat the fool. (laughs) Flubberling. That's ridiculous. Oh, man. That's great. All right. So now we're going to talk a little bit about Jeopardy. Oh, because I know my you're house. a huge Jeopardy fan. I I'm only a fan of Jeopardy since it's been added to Netflix, so that I can like play oh, yeah. the episodes over again and pretend like I know what I'm doing. Exactly, it's very impressive. But I am not that good at it. I know you're fantastic at it. Yep. And do you know the guy's name that we're getting ready to talk about? Uh,
1: James Holzhauer. Ah! Oh, too close. Too, too close. close for
0: comfort. Jeez Louise, listen to all this static. Yeah. yeah so, James, what's his name? James Holzhauer. And he was a gambler, correct?
1: He was a professional gambler, um, living in Vegas. He's married, been married since 2012, actually. Wow! Yeah, yeah, wow! Yeah, a lot of people didn't like him, you know. But you know, he had he had some weird personality issues. I didn't, I didn't mind him too much. He had a weird smile, that was about it. That kind of pissed he me up. He
0: did it's, have a bad smile. Yeah, it's it was like very- a very. Yeah, he, it didn't. It never looked like he was on Jeopardy. It looked like he was on Judge Judy, like right,
1: right.
0: <laughs> and he was there because some girl caught him taking upskirt pictures with yeah. his phone. Yeah, yeah, like, like that. Huh. Yeah. yeah, like he looks very weird. Yeah,
1: dude. yeah, weird looking dude. But Fair. I think, I mean, th- I mean, he was winning big. I mean, and he yeah. was, and he uh, almost beat Ken, Ken Jennings, Jennings' record. Yeah. yeah, with way fewer games, which is mm-hmm. fantastic. Mm-hmm. You know, so I mean, he was betting huge, like eighty thousand dollar payouts. You know, in an episode. Well, he was, was a gambler. Sick. Yeah, exactly. Go big <laughs> that's or go how home. He, that's how he did it. Yeah, but no, he's, you know, I don't know. If I ever got on Jeopardy, I know the likelihood of me actually winning is slim, but I do take the test every single year. Really? Every year. But it's, uh, my, my my theory is it's a little bit... Um Not to say discriminatory, but it's not. It's it's not. uh, Are you saying
0: Alex Trippbeck don't like the darkies?
1: No, no, no. (laughs) No, I'm saying that against dyslexic people like myself, the online test isn't that good. Yeah. So, for instance, like I, I'm, I'm dyslexic, and so they give you 15 seconds to answer each question, and then you have to type in your response. Now, if it takes you. Gotcha nine seconds to read the prompt like then you're in trouble yeah there's no way i can complete it right so uh so i mean in a, with an in-person audition i think i could stand a chance where i could have the auditory clues to get it but the fact of the matter is just that like i you know unless i change the format i probably won't get on there but so here's what we can do i can read them to you right and then you can type it in that would be fantastic hey man there you go teamwork making the dream work there you go get me on jeopardy
0: please there you go please That'd be really cool, and then and then you would—I'm sure—you'd be the first contested on both Jeopardy and The Bachelorette. Oh. So like <laughs> that—that's another cool TV thing, right? Oh, you know, man.
1: I think they have like rules against like being on other like Networks. TV shows. Yeah. What network is Jeopardy on? Isn't that CBS or it, something? It's no, no. It's uh, ABC. Isn't The Bachelorette also on ABC? Yes, yeah, so but you can't be on other shows. It's
0: fine. Like, yeah. anyone that has anything to do with The Bachelorette knows anything about Jeopardy. Like, <laughs> give me a break. I don't even know what that is. But
1: if they ever found out, you'd be kicked off, you know? You'd so. be
0: fine. <laughs> you'd do fine. It'd be amazing. I think you should do it. Oh, man. So anyways, the guy with the weird smile almost beat a record. Didn't quite do it, but he was yeah. doing a lot of money. It and, and two point
1: four uh, six millions. It's a lot of money. Yeah, it's crazy. So study in school. Study in pay school. Pay attention. Yeah. Or don't study, study the Sgt.
0: Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club band album. Yeah.
1: Get your Encyclopedia Britannica <laughs> and make it happen. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right. Now on to our main topic of the day. We've all screwed right. around long enough. Yeah, we have. Now it's to alienate everyone and misspeak and say all these things that always are going to get us things. labeled always. I love these minefields. We're going to talk about the Vox YouTube adpocalypse. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and how it's back. Um, it's back. So, this started between a Vox uh, writer or YouTuber. I don't know if he writes.
1: Personality, you'd say.
0: Anyways, yeah, he anyways. does like their big show. I think it's called Strike Out on Vox. Uh, Carlos Mazza. S- strike through, I think. Strike through. Yep. Strike something. Yeah. Strike yeah, yeah. you. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Only if you're a right winger. Right. They won't hit you if you're a lefty.
1: Well, well, Carlos Mazza, he did. Um, he, he was promoting people um, throwing milkshakes at people, which is a consider- it's considered assault. So, Yeah.
0: Well, what was more troubling to me, it wasn't even the milkshake thing. It was actually his follow-up. I think it was in that same thread or close to it. We are yeah. just saying, you know, we need to have them afraid to assemble and all this other stuff. And I'm like, this is crazy. Just ignore them. Anyways, anyways, this is just his intro. And then it was a problem that he had with a right-wing comedian slash commentator. Steven Crowder. Steven Crowder. And YouTube looked at... Carlos Matza complaining about Steven Crowder, and they said, you know what, uh, Steven Crowder is not called for any violence towards you, for any doxing towards you. It seems like he's just refuting your points in your videos, which I think really gets to the point of all this. Yeah. Carlos Matza is not a very likable
1: person. I could see that.
0: He's not a very likable person, and... Honestly, I'm I'm trying to be completely objective here. I'm not a huge Steven Crowder fan either, so it's not like yeah. I really have any dog in the fight here, except for the dog that everyone should be able to talk about whatever they want. Yeah. Um and we'll get into that later, but I I don't think he's very likable and I think that's kind of come back to hurt him a little bit because right. you even had CNN Uh, Journalists coming out in favor of Stephen Crowder and saying that, "Hey, uh, Carlos, if you want to call yourself a journalist, which I would do air quotes, but no one could see them in this audio only format." Very true.
1: Journalists and Vox, like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, like,
0: (laughs) let's put huge air quotes around that. Um, If you want to be that way, you need to, you know, respect free speech, right? And and a lot of people, both on the left and the right, don't understand that free speech isn't just there for the speech you like. Right. If you are for any form of any form of censorship or of viewpoints, right? Like if you want to say all right, everybody can think whatever they want eh, except for that. Yeah. You're not for free speech. True. And what's funny is everyone always uses the extremes, and they say, "Well, of course we don't. You, you don't want the Ku Klux Klan or Nazis or anything." else. like, "Yeah, of course. Yeah. No one wants to listen to that, right?" Yeah. So don't. Yeah, so don't. Exactly. We have a pretty them. good system in place yeah. where you, you just you hit skip video, right? <laughs> you right, know, right. or skip ad, or click on something else, or turn it off. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> But they always use these extremes like, oh, Nazis are given a platform or, you know, whoever. And I will always vote for freedom over safety every time. Right. And I am for free speech. And yes, that means there are going to be some idiots out there that get to spew right. stuff. Right. Inevitably. It's going to happen. Right. And what has happened now is YouTube has said, well, we looked at everything. He didn't, Stephen Crowder didn't violate anything. But then after more pressure... From Carlos and all these other people, which once again I think the timing uh, because this isn't new. This has been going on for a while between Steven Crowder and Carlos Matza. Is
1: it? It's Maza or Matza? I think it's Massa. Massa. Is it Maza? I think it's Massa. Yeah. I like the hard Z, yeah, like the, the Italy, ma- like a matzah ball. Yeah, matz. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's a spicy Matza. So, um, so this one time we had this, uh, this hot tub party, um, and all the girls left. Um, <laughs> and that was a matzo ball party. It was a... We called it lots of ball soup. <laughs> oh, gosh.
0: Oh, please, sir. Can I not have any?
1: <laughs> no, Louise. No anyway, thanks. so this yeah, has been anyway. going
0: on for a while. Yeah. And I do think the timing is a little interesting. Yeah. Because in a, in the tweets that I saw from Carlos Matza after YouTube, you know, brought their verdict down, it was very, all oh, my LGBTQ brothers and sisters, you know, gather around and how can... How can you let this slide, and during Pride Month and blah blah blah, yeah, so after all of that, then YouTube decided to demonetize Steven Crowder, but not take him off the platform right Here's the problem with that, and we've talked about um <laughs> we've talked about you know blowing up weddings overseas, and the problem with that is collateral damage, yeah, and everyone knew that there was going to be collateral damage when this happened, yep. and now. Um, I was looking at the MIT uh, researcher page. I was looking at um, universities pages, and I was looking at uh, just individual small YouTubers. Once again, yeah. these are just teachers, educators saying, "I've been demonetized because some of my videos cover World War II. There's some, you know, yeah. propaganda stuff in there. There's other videos about, you know, whatever it is, fill in the blanks. And now I'm demonetized. I'm not getting any money off of this. Yeah, like this is my livelihood. Yeah." And this is what happens when you try and censor things. They are literally, if we want to consider YouTube as a library, it's a video library. Yeah. They're burning books. Yeah, They're burning history books. Right. Like literally, not figuratively, there are history channels that are being yeah. Yeah. just gone because, oh, you, you're trying to tell people about this thing that happened. yeah And it's so stupid.
1: Right. And so, I mean, there are some people that I think, you know, my gut would be like, yeah, ban that dude. Like there's that, that one guy who, um, who talks about like the intellectual and more moral inferiority of blacks and Hispanics, um, which is, you know, obviously problematic cause mother- I'm smart and <laughs> smart enough for jeopardy, but okay. No, not. I'm just, <laughs> just kidding. Uh, but no,
0: <laughs> the but, guy that was, that was making those videos. His name is Alex Trebek. <laughs>
1: They actually do kind of look like older white guys. Oh, there you go. (laughs) Oh my god. Uh, But no, but it's um, but it's a uh, you know, my gut would be like as you know as a as a human, my knee jerk reaction is like, yeah, that guy, take him off. But I think this is a situation where we are trying to um, YouTube as a you know as this gatekeeper of content, right? They are trying to do two things. One uphold the, you know, the American ideal of free speech at the same time, mm-hmm. also trying to manage their bottom line. And so when their biggest sponsors are fleeing in droves, like droves, unless they ban certain content, you know, or, you know, or demonetize certain content or whatever it is, I don't know, it, it, it puts them in a tough situation, right? So that's, 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 that's my thought, but I just don't think that, that they, in a position of being a revenue maximizer, right. And, you know, in the system are, should be as they are the, you know, the gatekeepers of, of that most treasured American ideal, because I think it's been proven time and time again, that when money becomes, you know, the, the the goal, the end, you know, whatever that we're looking for, then it's very, very, you know, the first thing to go is the things that we are, you know, that, that we value most. So especially in, in government where we were, we're now in a situation where neither party is doing the things that we used to traditionally believe in them about. Like, you know, we used to, used to respect people like, you know, political parties for being able to, you know, say at least, you know, like this party did that or that party did that. And now there's, there's, it's all bets are off because it's about getting reelected and that's, and that's a shame, you know? And so YouTube isn't in a position as a corporation to be a defender of that, you know? And, and so, I don't know my my fear is that you know I, I think my fear is that we're going to be in a situation where I think the or the right seems to have the moral high ground here where you know they are where why
0: we're going to get banned for you saying that
1: right well well here's but here's my thing and I and I don't I don't agree with the like with any of the the Infowars guys, the Breitbart guys, the Blaze but, but I, I,
0: once again, that's that's what I'm saying. We always go to those extremes. When right. In actuality, the people that are going to get hurt are these right. smaller YouTubers, these people that are trying to get information out.
1: Right, there. right, and, and so like I don't I don't agree with those guys, but they, none of them really are talking about banning anyone or you know trying to trying to remove that's the true. platform from anyone. But you find that. You know left leaning organizations like Vox and so forth they have you know they have are are constantly trying to to stifle the voices of the right and I don't agree
0: or of anyone that. that doesn't agree with them
1: exactly and because they're they even have,
0: trying to do it within their own ranks if you're not you know woke enough
1: didn't they have uh beef with vice as well oh yeah yeah, yeah. they did and yeah and we we
0: were talking about that story about um this woman who is a lesbian who is also a, a an official like fighting for LGBTQ rights had a someone she thought was a man who looks like a traditional man with a beard, long hair. Yeah. attack her. Yeah. And she said that it was a man. Well, turns out he says that he that he is a she and she identifies as a woman. So then the story wasn't that this lesbian got attacked, it was yeah. that she misgendered someone. Right, right. This is crazy talk. Yeah. 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 So it, it gets to a point where it's it, we're all in East Germany now and everybody reports on everybody else. Yeah, yeah, and you, yeah. off to the gulag with you.
1: Yeah, yeah. And the thing that's and and the and the offense that is the hot button issue of the day tends to hold more weight than the thing that's mo- like morally right. So yeah. for instance like <laughs> assaulting someone is seen as less of a crime than <laughs> misgendering, misgendering, which is insane. Which yeah. is insane.
0: So and the, here here's where it gets interesting because you were you were pointing out, you know, why should you be the gatekeepers? And I yeah. agree with this. This this terrifies me um Here's why it's a problem and here's why um some people who know me aren't just saying, "Oh, well, you know, YouTube's a private company, they can do whatever they want." Yeah, yeah, yeah which is my stance always. True. Sure. Uh YouTube along with Facebook and Twitter, they all enjoy the protections and uh abilities of a platform. Right. All right. They're saying they're a platform, but they're acting like a publisher, and there are those are two very very distinct things. True. Sure. And so what I want YouTube and Facebook and Twitter to do is say, look, fine, you want to be a publisher, you want to control what I can see and what I can hear and what I can say, that's fine. But don't pretend you're a platform. Right. If you're going to be you know, gatekeeping and guarding and, and literally through your terms of services, creating protected classes yeah. for certain individuals, this is crazy. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, you're not you're not wrong. You're not wrong.
0: So I I you know, like yes, they're a private company, they can do whatever they want. I'm all for that. Yeah. Absolutely. But I'm also not for them getting all these breaks and protections pretending they're a platform if they're not going to be
1: one. Exactly. Yeah, no, there I, I don't know. I you know, I I want, you know, people to be able to get their news, but I also I also want us to live in a situation live in live in a world where misinformation is illegal cuz it's dangerous. I would I I would love that. If that would like it's
0: never going to happen. It's never going to happen.
1: It's never going to happen. And you know and and I and I think that the last election was was you know happened because of crazy misinformation, be it Russian, be it American, whatever it is, but there was just no so- what it
0: was is the same ideology of the left saying, "Oh, if if you're not going to vote for Hillary, you're a sexist, you're yeah. a racist, you're a misogynist." So when they poll you, what are you going to say?
1: Right. Right, yeah, obviously. And yeah. then everyone's like, what? There were Trump voters? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wh- what? Yeah. What? And I think the people that were on the fence on Hillary, I think they, like going into the polling booth, they were, the voting booth, rather, they were probably dissuaded by Comey reopening the investigation right before the election, well, like days there, before. There's
0: that, but yeah. I, I know that that affected some of it. Yeah. But also, she was a terrible candidate. Terrible terrible candidate she lost she lost her base and then tried to go so far left so that she could get the bernie voters well guess what she went so far left she lost the moderate vote and the bernie voters weren't going to vote for her because all the stuff came out about how they screwed bernie out of the election exactly yeah so yeah yeah but russia sure yeah But Russia, <laughs> sure yeah yeah sure but i'm just no, kidding i, mean, I don't want to talk about the clintons because i don't want you guys to find that i suicided, <laughs> <myself>. suicided. <laughs> Oh, he was found suicided. <laughs> Don't you mean he he committed suicide or he was murdered? No, he was suicided. Was that a double tap? How was it yeah. a suicide? <laughs> yeah, what? He wiped the gun for Prince.
1: <laughs> what? But no. But but again, like you know, I, I think that there um like misinformation is a scourge on this planet and if anything if they I, I, I don't give a shit like like you know what side you're on left or right I think YouTube's first tackle if they're gonna ban anything it should be misinformation and I don't care if there's like you know like if somebody wants to say that black people are, are intellectually inferior to you know to white people that's fine I got a bigger dick anyway I'm good <laughs> <laughs>
0: Me and my friend of the waterfall gonna me, me and Douglas are gonna lesson. show y'all. <laughs> Douglas, get over
1: here. <laughs> hit it with that wood real quick, dog. <laughs> <laughs> but nah man, it's uh yeah, it definitely is a, you know, that's More than anything, you're going to tackle that, tackle something. But I think that, like, hopefully YouTube can find a better way to triage the things that are legitimately hateful if they're going to ban those things. And, you know, like, if they can use artificial intelligence or something else to do that. I mean,
0: they they, they are. It's just very unsuccessful because context is very important. Yeah. And, yeah, and it's some, it's yet, yeah, nuance yeah. is not there yet. Like yeah. if I say, if we're recording this podcast, you say something, I'm like, I'm going to kill you, Yanis. <laughs> like the context is, I'm not going to kill, kill you, you, obviously. Yeah. yeah. But if you just hear that, or if it's just in text, how does, how do they make that distinct? Exactly. Know? Or
1: half the jokes we say on this podcast. Yeah, exactly. Context is very <laughs> important. Yeah. I want to go to Sweden and hang out. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <The same. laughs> If I see a couple aliens, I will just turn my yeah. head. I'll avert my gaze. Peace. <laughs> I come in peace, y'all. Pretty Gertie, Give me some yeah. meatballs. Pretty gritty.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, I, I, yeah, context is very important. Yeah. But here's the interesting thing. And, and this, is, this is what I'll bring up because, once again, it's always the extremes. Yeah. They always use these extremes for us that allow us to give up some freedoms and then they run with it, historically speaking, every single time. Anti-vaxxers yep. are banned on Facebook. Yes. Okay. Plague enthusiasts. Get them off. (laughs) I'm kidding. (laughs) We can, you and I agree that there should be vaccinations. Absolutely. Okay. And, and you know what? I'm open for, uh, you know, like when Mike is here, when he's not being a bum, uh, you know, his whole thing was like, well, you know, maybe we should reconsider some of the things we're putting. I don't know why he's the godfather, but (laughs) we should come a vaccination. I can't refuse.
1: (laughs) What do you want me to do? I want you to have vaccinated my baby. I will grant this to you on the day of my daughter's wedding. You asked
0: me this on the day of my daughter's wedding. I will give it to you. Your child will no longer have the measles, the mumps, or your wife's ugly nose. Bless you. Anyways, his whole thing is like, hey, maybe we can um, reevaluate some of the way these vaccinations are put together. I'm like, right. hey, that's a great conversation to have. Let's have it in a measle-free environment. Yes. So yes. let's all get vaccinated, and then let's talk about it. Right. right? Let's, let's have this conversation, but one where we're all safe. Yes. All right? So fine. Yes. I'm, I'm all for that. Like, that's where it is. So the extreme here is that you and I both agree anti-vax uh, information probably should be stifled. It seems like it's Absolutely. dangerous. Absolutely. Um, at the same time... Though yeah. uh I don't know if I can feel good about that.
1: But you see, but then again, not not all free speech is protected. You can't yell fire in a crowded room. And I feel like anti vaxxer information is the same. It's a public health issue. It's mm. you know, and, and so I think I think from that perspective, I think it is a it is a problem. And I think you should we should ban it.
0: Well then let's take it one step further. So yeah. Mm, what is the difference between yelling fire in a movie theater and then talking to people about a fire in a movie theater? Can we make a difference there, a distinguishing factor there where there are people who are, they might not be posting in all caps, like we imagine, you know, all caps, no spaces, no, (laughs) you know, E.E. Cummings, very E.E. Cummings, like there's no punctuation at all. (laughs) And they're just like anti-vax, you know, this and that and the other. What if they are, you know, legitimately trying to open a dialogue and have a discussion with other people?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, su- I support that, but there should be a platform for for conversations. I thought you were going to say there should just be a separate platform for anti-vax. <laughs> there should be, yeah, exactly. Vaxbook, <laughs> or they could just be <laughs> like anti-vax, anti-vax. They're like, so well, like. Uh,
0: Vaxbook stock is down as over half of their <laughs> subscribers have died from the measles <laughs> <laughs> and like, other oh, preventable no. oh, childhood no. diseases.
1: <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Yeah, but you know, I don't know. There should be a platform where we can engage in meaningful conversations to kind of, you know, bring the.
0: That's what all of these are claiming that they are. That's my problem. Yeah,
1: and 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 they're not. And honestly, I'll tell you this. Like, even like with with Vox, for instance, I enjoy their content a lot of the time. It's a, lot of, a lot of their their news docs, I enjoy their earworm series a lot about music and music theory and. Music I'm more history. of a Vice guy. I mean, that that works. I mean, whatever. Either way, like you know what. Hey, you can go to hell, but you can, okay. <laughs> you can do whatever you want. But you're wrong, and I hate you. Yeah. <laughs> and I hate you, for it. <laughs> but no, but I, you know, I, and but to say that, like some of their some of their stuff does have, inc- uh, you know, in- inaccuracies or uh, or convenient omissions, you know. Um, but uh, I don't know. I, I just think that there there needs to be a way that that we can seek truth, and that way that we're that, that way we can seek out both the left and the right to get to a point of understanding and saying like, I don't like the right's take on this and then being informed voters and being informed citizens and being, you know, whatever. And, and just using our brains, you know, and I don't know. It just, it's, it's sad that we live in a, in a world where misinformation is, you know, it's taking such a huge part in in society.
0: And it's also because the retractions um, never get the attention that they need. Yeah. Um, I think there needs to be a new law or a new something in place that makes retractions like have to be a certain size and they have to be out for a certain amount of days.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, on the front page. Yeah.
0: yeah. Something because I mean, like the, pff, I mean, there's plenty of examples, but I mean, anything you, you can go to like when that's, that stuff happened with the Covington schoolboys, for example, yep. and the guy, the kid had a MAGA hat on and then the guy went there and banged his drum and there were people like saying, oh, I want to punch him in his face, let's dox the kids, let's get their information, let's do all this other stuff, and then the full video comes out, and you see all these schoolboys hanging out waiting for their bus, and you guy comes in banging a drum, the kid just stands there awkwardly, because he's a teenager, and kind of smiles, yeah. and that's what happened, Yeah, and yet, the world lost their minds, <laughs> yeah, apparently, yeah, yeah. over this, and you had all of these news organizations that went with these stories, that once the full video came out and context, once again context very important, was given to the situation, yeah, they put out retractions. Yeah. And if you compare those initial tweets to the retractions tweets,
1: like, yeah, oh. it's not
0: even. It's like a half of a percent of yeah. the same interactions. Of yeah, these.
1: and I mean, and, and no one was talking about the crazy shit stuff, like the two black guys that were in front of them were saying, "Yes, dude, it's I was like, crazy. what is happening?" Like, yes, thank you. <laughs> oh no, my gosh, that guy thought he was like the messiah. or Yes, something. yes,
0: <laughs> that got swept under the rug yeah, real quick. Yeah, yeah, but it's just crazy how. And and once again, once again, they talk about, and it's funny that YouTube, you know, is saying, like, oh, we, we don't want to perpetuate, like, hate or any of these other things. Like, you can look at any graph, and, and I looked at several leading up to today's episode. Hate and anger are the two things that make people click on something. Oh, yeah. The fastest and the yep. most effectively and the most efficiently, and they get the most clicks and they get the most ad revenue money. So, yeah you know, you're literally selling this to the masses. Oh, yeah. You know, you're perpetuating this by saying like, oh, and the same goes for Facebook. It's the same on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Yeah. So it's all, you know, this clickbait stuff about like, oh, guess what Trump did today? Yeah. Guess what this person said about the LGBTQ community? Guess what? And it's like, and then it's just a bunch of ads and like two paragraphs that barely has anything to do about anything, but you've clicked on it. Yeah. And They've already gotten their money. (laughs) And they know... That anger as well is, is what leads people to share. Yep. And that's why it cracks me up. That's why they're, they're paying more attention to their, the titles of the articles and the articles themselves. Oh, yeah. Because they can just put in whatever and then you're going to share it because you're like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe this. And there's been plenty of people that I know. Yeah that are smart people in real life and they'll share something and I read the article and I'm like, this, "They're this two not, different things, yeah. dude. You might want to read the article. Yeah. Like you, you out of anger or out of excitement
1: or out of, I can't believe this, this backs yeah. up everything I believe, share. Yeah, exactly. You didn't read it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it's actually kind of funny. So like the New York times, um, they have different, uh, front page stories based on where they do yes. their newspapers. Yes. Too. And it's for that, and it's for that purpose, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's crazy. So like when they deliver their papers in Arkansas, there's a very different tone mm-hmm. to that front page article, you know? So I, yeah, you're, you're. No, you're absolutely right, man. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Thank you for saying it. Yeah, I've been
0: telling people that for years. I'm glad I could finally get it. You well, know what? You're not good enough for Jeopardy. You're good enough for me. All right? I don't want you to forget that, Yannis. Yeah, we're going to hug it out after this. I it's don't want degree. you to forget that.
1: All right. So what are you up to this week? I am uh, watching the Women's World Cup nice. kicked off in Paris uh, last night. France played the uh, Republic... Uh, the People's Republic, no, not the People's Republic, the South Korea. Yeah, it was good. And so it was great. That's totally different Koreas. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Those <there's> a... <laughs> a different Koreas. Yeah, no. Wrong they, Korea. Yeah, wrong <laughs> Korea. Yeah. The other ones are three inches shorter on average. <laughs> <God. laughs> It's the poverty it yeah. You. Um <laughs> the famine. Yeah. Uh so no, the um but yeah, so watching that and it's just uh, enjoying it and yeah, hopefully we'll see our girls. That's why I'm wearing the uh, USA Orlando City hat, you know. Nice. You know, it's uh, supporting our, our our ladies out there kicking some some German butt hopefully. You know, we'll see. <laughs> 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 Dick <laughs> Alright So What about you man what are you, I never ask you What are you doing this yeah, week Yeah nobody ever cares I, Nobody I ever care. cares What I Benji's care. up to I care
0: Um Nothing man Just working I'm on my Second or third I think it's my third Round of um Auditions For the voiceover In this video game And it's really crappy Because it's A real time strategy game Ooh. So I'm playing this like I don't know this army guy. So it's just me sitting in this room. Yeah. And saying like, uh, "Listen troops, take take that point. They're taking our point. Load up. Load up. Load up." It's just that for three hours, you know, and the cats are freaking out. So I like,
1: what's going on in there? Daddy. Yeah. What's going on?
0: So. That's cool, man. Yeah. Hope you get it. Yeah, me too. Because money's good. Yeah, it is. Green is good. Greed is good. All is. right. So on that note, for Yanis, I'm Ben. And this has been another episode of the Snap Crackle Podcast. We will see you guys next week. Yeah, <laughs>